understanding the context of your working environment will give you clarity on what soft skills are important to you to develop. Because there is no one size fits all. I cannot say that these are the exact skills, the most important soft skills you need to learn. And the person beside you hears the same message. And but therefore, but it depends on the context of your environment. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We have worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. This video is for you if you recognize your untapped potential that goes way beyond any technical skills you work so hard to gain, or if you've reached a ceiling on your career growth and you realize that hard work and being disciplined just isn't enough anymore to take you to that next level. In this video, what I want to share with you are some really key techniques on how to develop effective soft skills so that you can navigate your workplace with absolute confidence. But before we begin, it's really important and you understand that I really feel that distinctions are important. If you want an outcome, we must first understand what makes developing soft skills so difficult, right? And number one reason is because the majority of training we do at school or even at work is technically focused. Right? We've spent so much time focusing on the technical skills, the technical aspects of our industry or of the company that we work for, that even though we recognize that those skills are important, the, there's emphasis on technical skills only. And so what happens is in our busyness, in our career growth, we're so busy focusing on doing the thing that we neglect the soft skills. We neglect having awareness of what are the gaps, the soft skills that can take us to the next level. And so it is really that focus. So that's the number one reason why building soft skills is so difficult. A second reason is because as a result of this lack of soft skill education in school, most people don't have clarity on exactly what soft skills are and therefore what to focus on or what to spend their time on developing. Right, so that's what I wanted to share with you once and for all to really break through to the next level, to give you some clarity, exact clarity on what exactly are soft skills. You see, the term soft skills, right? If you ever wonder why does it sound, why is it soft? It's actually not so soft if you think about the effect it can have, the impact it can have on your career growth. The term itself, soft skills, came from the US military in the 1950s. You see, the military excels at training their soldiers to use machinery so that they can get the job done, so that they can be effective out in the field. But then later on, they realized that, you know, a lot of what made soldiers effective is really involvement of skills that related to leading groups, 
how they lead their teams. And so the, it was the military that coined the term soft skills because soft skills at that time, you know, in the late 1950s, it referred to any important job related skills for the military that involved very little or no interaction with machines. The, the machines. And if you think about it, machines are hard, they're hard to the touch. So that's why they called those hard skills. And they called everything else managing groups right? They called them soft skills because people are soft to the touch. And they understood that it was the soft skills that equally as important made their soldiers super effective in the field, but they knew very little about those soft skills. So they came up with this contrast between working with something that is physically hard, like a machine and anything else that is soft to the touch. And that's how the, ter the, coin, the term soft skills was coined in the first place. But since then, since then, the working world's interest in soft skills has been continuously increasing. And today, especially now, understanding that our career advancement, our personal growth and development really does stem from those soft skills. And more and more companies now are looking for individuals who have a strong command of those soft skills. So today's soft skills, as you can see, and you probably experienced this as well in your industry, soft skills are a major contributing factor to your employability in any industry and also your competitiveness for advancement and ultimately to your success in life. And the reason why is because soft skills keep people flexible and it allows you to be effective in a world that is constantly changing. So what I want to share with you are five steps on how to develop soft skills. Five key steps, right? Step number one is to seek clarity, right? Step number one, seek clarity. The first step to develop soft skills is to understand what they are. Right. There's so many definitions, so many lists of here are the soft skills you need to have. Right. And therefore, it's created a lot of ambiguity around there, around that topic. Right? And so I'm going to define it. I showed you where the term soft skills come from back in history. Now I'm going to give you a concrete definition of what soft skills are. Okay. Soft skills are a cluster of competencies that allow you to be fruitful in your environment and therefore productive from your creative space. And when you are productive, you're also most optimized to earn your to earn and to be able to get paid your worth so that you can have dominion, so that you can have leadership over your arena of focus. And that's what soft skills are. So understanding the context of your working environment will give you clarity on what soft skills are important to you to develop. Because there is no one size fits all. I cannot say that these are the exact skills, the most important soft skills you need to learn. And the person beside you hears the same message. And but therefore, but it depends on the context of your environment. Because generally, generally now, in a working environment, you have relationships with other people, right? No, in no industry are you going to be completely self-sufficient and completely self-independent, right? In no industry is that going to be the case. And so you're going to be in relationship with other people. You're going to be working alongside of another person or, or, or a group of other people. You're going to be part of a team, a department, a company, right? So soft skills are immediately going to be important, right? If you think about that, then this is a short list of soft skills that will be immediately important to you. Number one is effective communication. And it doesn't matter if you're not leading a team or if you don't have a functional job title where you are the leader with in terms of your positional authority, but we still need to effectively communicate the value of what you have to bring in the company. And you still need to communicate effectively so that your ideas 
are put out there so that you can express yourself, so that you can be positioned as an authority, and perhaps later on to be well positioned for the leadership advancement that you desire. So that is going to be the immediate soft skill, effective communication. The second immediate soft skill is emotional mastery. Whenever we talk about communication, right, that's the external part, communicating with someone, right, projecting your voice, right, articulating complex thoughts and ideas and doing it clearly and concisely. Those are all external. But before you can achieve that, we must first have emotional mastery. And that is in the arena of self-control. That's internal. And that is a soft skill. And finally, the third arena that is of utmost importance, considering, given that you're going to be in relationships with other people, is that there must be a soft skill development related to efficient leadership, right? So that's the three, effective communication, emotional mastery, and efficient leadership, right? So step number one is to seek awareness. Step number two is to submit to a coach, right? A, a coach, would be, which is a teacher, a mentor, right? A good teacher will teach you things that they don't teach you in school because the whole purpose of learning is mastery. We want to achieve mastery of these soft skills. We don't want to learn them just to know them. We don't want to learn them just to check off a box and say that we learned them. We don't want to learn them just so that we can put that on our CV or our resume or cover letter. We want to learn them so that we can be effective, so that we can lead effectively, and also so that we can perform the tasks within relationship with around other people and be harmoniously working with these teams and departments. So if that is you and you are somebody who's serious about achieving this for your personal fulfillment and your career growth goals as well, then I invite you to look below this link. On the description of this video, there's a link to book a call with me, and you're going to talk to either myself or a member of my team. And this is where I'm going to see if it's the right fit for us to work together, to really give you the strategies and the techniques on how to apply this. Because right now on this video, you're learning what to do, right? But wouldn't you agree that after you watch a YouTube video, sometimes you still don't know how to do it. You still don't know what you can do, particularly in your situation or specifically for your, your individual goals. So this is where submitting to a teacher is going to be helpful for you. And if you're serious about that, if you want to advance to become a leader in your industry, then I invite you to book a call. Right? But this is not for you if you're at the beginning stage of your career or if you're still a student or a recent graduate, then this is not for you. Right. This is for you if only you are serious and committed to achieving those outcomes for yourself. So that is step number two. That is to submit to a teacher. Step number three is to see your gifts. You see, because most people don't see the value of what they have. And let's face it, it's easier to look at someone else and see that as valuable because we don't have it ourselves. But when you can see your gifts, it gives you gratitude. And the thing about gratitude is that gratitude and fear cannot coexist. So when you experience gratitude, gratitude and you genuinely see the value of what you have, it allows you to elevate and exude confidence at the same time to eliminate some of those fears that hold us back from raising our hands or that hold us back from expressing our ideas with confidence. So that's step number three, right? And step number three is to see your gifts, which leads us to step number four. Step number four, select your team. Who's going to work with you on developing your soft skills, right? As you remember, going back to step number one, it is impossible for us to be absolutely independent, 
to not need to depend on anyone at all, that is difficult because oftentimes we cannot see our issues. We cannot see our gaps because we're too close to ourselves. So who's going to work with you on developing your soft skills? It could be one key member of your team is going to be your coach. It also could be your team is going to be your spouse and your children. Our families, family members are teams as well. Our accountability partners could be a member of our team and others who have invested in your growth so far. But the most important team member that you can invest in is your coach, your mentor, because step number three before that was to submit to your teacher. So your teacher, your coach, your mentor will be the most important member of your team. So once you've selected your team, that leads us to step number five. By the way, if what I'm sharing with you in this video is resonating with you and you hear this and you feel that these are some truths here, these are some key principles for career growth, then I want to give you, I want you to give me a thumbs up, right? Give me a thumbs up below. Let me know that you're listening. Comment as well and share with me what resonated with you so far. Which of these five steps are you going to step up into? And remember to also subscribe to my channel. Ring that bell below the video as well so that you can receive notifications every time I release a new video. Awesome. So in conclusion, step number five, final step is to sustain your development. Right? This is where you got to keep on investing in your growth. Keep on submitting to a coach. Keep on seeing your gifts because you don't want growth just for today or just for this year or just for this decade. You want to sustain your growth, sustain your development, which means that this is a long-term goal for you. You want continuous advancement. This is the deepest fulfillment we can have. This is the level of self-actualization. Self-actualization doesn't happen because we invest in ourselves in this moment or because we learn something new this year. Self-actualization happens when we continuously invest, when we continuously make all those decisions year after year, decade after decade, to continuously be advancing. And that is how we achieve self-actualization. The investments you make this year and the investment you make the following years, they all serve to stack on top of each other and compound to create the life and the contribution that is your deepest desire. So I hope this resonated with you and I look forward to seeing you again in the next video.